All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's me. It's me. The STL. Oh, U I E. Back again with another episode. Top ten radio with the Grammys coming up. I'm gonna play playing the uh, the nominated songs for record and song of the year. And I'm not alone this time. I got friends with me. So yes, introduce my introduce yourself, your sir. What's up, man? What's up, guys? I'm uh, my name is Jair Nunez. Um, I'm friends of Louis through work. We're co-workers. We work at Amazon. And yes, sir, I'm ready to do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, um, one of my favorite people at work, especially when we talk about music all like all the time. I'm, you, I love talking to music with you, my man. So uh, I, I'm glad to have yeah. you on here. And I'm glad, and I'd love to have you on future episodes. So uh, sure, I'm, I, I'm glad to be here. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, you you do keep up with quite a bit of modern stuff, like the new stuff. You you try to keep up with uh, what's going on, new music. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, so of of all the, you've like um, you see the screen right now. Um, how many uh, yes, sir. how many songs yeah. how many songs do you uh know beforehand? Beforehand, like um, right now. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, like eight of them. Okay. I could say I know. So I've got my old buddy. His name is Mike Hughes. You might remember him. Say hi. Hey, what's up? Glad to be back. It's, it's been a while. Have you back. It's been a while. It's been a while. Every time I do, I mean, it feels yeah. so long. Yeah. You know, I was, when you hit me up earlier and I'm like, hey, dude, let's podcast. Let's like, dude, yes. I don't even care what the topic, what the subject is. I miss getting on here and uh, getting some opinions out, no matter what it's about, and talking to a friend and being able to, like, you know, just get on here and bullshit, dude. I miss that stuff. I miss the connection. So this is great. I'm glad to be back. I feel you. I I've been doing this. Um, this is my uh, hey. I'm actually getting close to like my 20th episode, Ooh. but not. But um, it it gets lonely. I I love I love doing this, but. I like a discussion. I want someone to hey, that's a good song. I've never heard that song before. And um, I, you know, the top ten radio is supposed to be ten songs and ten things. And it, talking about the ten things gets really boring when you got no one to discuss with. So I'm glad to have some friends here. Absolutely. Shout out to YouTube creators. It's not as easy. Yeah. You know, you understand why they hire people like high school kids to write their shit for them. You know, like <laughs> you're my intern. <laughs> produce <laughs> so um we'll get into it let's i want to get your opinion on some of these songs whether they're crap or whether they're hot crap i don't know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean i'll be it's nice i haven't heard much music at all this year i've been kind of like i don't know like i listen to it if it's on instagram or tiktok i might hear a snippet here or there and uh i'll go on my spotify and look at something sometimes i'm in a jamba juice and I'll hear something catchy. I'm like, what the fuck is that? That's a nice new tune. That's get, that'll get me going when I'm on the good old treadmill or the elliptical. So uh, that's, yeah, that's kind of what I'll do. All right. Let's it's helping. Uh, yeah, that's how yeah. I my music. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so I'm glad to have the youth here. Um, okay, just by this music here, I only recognize like three of the artists. Okay, let's see. Oh, no, I know more of them. Never mind. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's just start from the top of the list. This first song we'll be playing is uh, Black Parade by Beyonce. Uh, there's a little, uh, do you know who Beyonce is? 
Beyonce, uh, of course. Okay, she she has won twenty four Grammy awards, uh, both as a solo artist and a member of Destiny's Child and the Carters with uh, her like that the duet album she did with Jay Z. Uh, yeah, yeah. Making her the she's the second most honored female artist by the Grammys, behind uh, Allison Krauss, who's a country bluegrass singer. She is also the most nominated artist in Grammy Award history with seventy nine nominations. Uh, the song "Single Ladies" won Song of the Year in twenty ten, while "Say My Name," "Crazy in Love," and "Drunken Love" have each won Best R and B Song. The, her albums Dangerously in Love, B-Day, and I Am Sasha Fierce have all won Best Contemporary R&B Album, while uh, Lemonade has won Best Urban Contemporary Album. Uh, Beyonce set the record for the most Grammy Awards won by a female artist in one night in 2010 when she won six awards, breaking the tie she previously held with Alicia Keys, Nora Jones, Alison Krauss, and Amy Winehouse. Adele uh, eventually tied that record too in 2012. This year in the Grammys, Beyonce is nominated for nine awards. Uh, do you know? Do, uh, do you know this song, Black Parade? No, I don't actually. Okay, that's cool. Uh -huh. um, yeah. Well, Black Parade. Uh, a little bit more information. Uh, uh, debuted on you the Hot 100 at 37. Uh, the song became Beyonce's 40th top 40 hit. Tying with Michael Jackson. Song debuted at number one on the digital song sales charts. Um, this song was released as a nonprofit single, charity single on June 19th, which is the uh, June, uh, holiday Juneteenth. It's the, uh, the day the uh, slaves had, were emancipated. Um, in the wake, this was released in the wake of George Floyd's death and the protests that followed it. The song serves as a celebration of black culture and the support of black activism. All proceeds of the song benefit Bay Goods Black the Black Business Impact Fund, which has since helped nearly 250 black-owned small businesses. The song was later used in the end credits of the Beyonce film Black is King and is included in the accompanying deluxe edition of The Lion King, The Gift. It is the most nominated song with four nominations, including Record of the Year and Song of the Year. All right. Let's get the start. Black Parade by Beyonce. Sir, let's do it. I'm going back to the south. I'm going back, 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 back. When my roots ain't watered down. Growing, growing like a bob tree of life on fertile ground. My ancestor put me on game. I'm on gold chains with my old shoon in a jail. Drip all on me. I'm gonna dash you keep it. Hold up, don't I? Smell like such a notch of ice.
gonna close my eyes so i don't judge okay <laughs> it helps me not judge i don't know why sometimes all right so, that was a nice song yeah yeah okay yeah okay um you want to go first what, what do you think about it um i thought it was a good song good um the beat my in my opinion the beat definitely carried the song um she, her voice was a uh, catchy you know that that was a, that was a nice song i haven't heard i didn't hear like previous to this so it was okay. nice um, what would you name it? Rate it out of a ten. Out of a ten, I would rate it a solid seven. All right. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, I um, of course, Beyonce is like a queen. That that's uh, she was. She's like one of the biggest icons in music. But um, to be honest with you, um, I'm not. I'm not really much of a fan. Um, okay. It's like uh, how do I say this. Um, being that she she's mainly just a singer, she's like, you know, like you see the credits to like her songs and her albums. She yeah. has like almost a dozen producers and songwriters 
attached to her name. And normally I can't really I can't really go for an artist like that that doesn't write their own songs or okay. isn't involved in the production. So I, I guess I didn't really understand the appeal. But like when I heard this song, I'm like I'm starting to realize the appeal of Beyonce. I'm like, she, she, there's like so much like pride in her voice and like in what she does. She has like so much confidence. Like, um, she de- like in this song, you can definitely see like she's she takes so much pride in being black. Like in, of course, there's a lot of like, I don't know, like. Um, tension in with what happened in 2020 with so many of course in innocent lives being killed yeah. from uh, black people being killed um there was a lot of songs about that last year um uh-huh. but most of them were kind of you know pretty sad of being like mournful of the of people but with this song there's it's pride in being black which i love there was it's that's a bit different with yeah. I, the, the production I thought was great. How it sounds—it sounds like a parade. It sounds like you you see floats going down the street and it's a um, marching band going down. You know, no, um, I I love that sound. Um, I what I noticed uh, at the very beginning of the song, I noticed that she kind of um, usually she you know she sings and like uses her voice a lot, but like at the beginning of the song, she kind of used some lyrics from like. You know how uh, general like rappers, they're like, "Oh, look at my wrist, bust down my wrist," you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. She kind of used that, and maybe that was like a homage to like you know the black artists and black rappers. I don't know, something like that. No, I, I see what you mean. It's like yeah, the uh, it's like a confidence thing. Like I'm using, she's like she says, "Melanin, melanin, drip on me." Like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. like she uses her skin as a sense of confidence, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, And yeah. I don't know, that that was, like, something, like, different from her. Yeah, yeah. Usually she sings and, like, you know? Mm. Yeah, she came with that and, I don't know. No, I, I, I definitely feel what you mean. Um, I guess there's not that many lyrics that stuck out, uh, but it's just the production. The production is yeah. fantastic. Definitely uh, carries the song. Definitely. So I, I actually agree with you. I, I'm rating it a seven too. Okay. All right. Uh, I have a joke first. Oh, okay. Go joke. Ahead. Joke. First joke I can think of. Like, first off, everybody who's watching this, me and what do you I know? I don't, I don't, what's your name? Ryan? What's your name on this? Call me Lewis. Ar- You're Lewis. Arthur me and Lewis know each other. Lewis. Me and Lewis are a comedian or want to be comedian dudes. We. This is really about comedy, and this is how we meet. Meet. So everything I think about. I'm a wise ass and I'm a smart ass, so it's not like to offend people. But first thing I thought of was like, this song is going to crush an HBCUs because, boy, it feels very exclusive to only black people because I was really trying to feel like, I was trying to disengage from who I am. Because like at first, I get a reaction like, you know, you feel some type of way because I'm like Mexican and Italian and all these other things. So I try to think like not of myself. I try to think about them and all whatever, you know, their thing is and they, and it doesn't feel like inclusive. Like I was trying to think about how Live in La Vida Loca with Ricky Martin and a lot of these Mexican songs and music like Selena and stuff, or there's other songs that like, where it's just Mexican awards, mm. you know, like, I don't know where, there, there's point, where is it, where is it from the just Mexican people's awards and then it's mm. 
the United States America awards. Like the beauty about Ricky Martin was he was able to cross the gap for where everybody could feel like they're Latin in that song, but it wasn't like he was saying, this is just for us. <laughs> so the weird part with this song is I was trying to connect with it. And then I was thinking, I love the marching. Sorry. Mm. I love the march feel. I like the, I felt like if it could be played with brass, I would love to hear the trumpets or some like yeah. horn sections. That would have been sick. Um, but that's like the Mexican in me, probably, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm all about that brass, you know, that. Because um, uh, I love, I was, first thing I was thinking is like, can I look up these keys to play this on a trumpet? Because it would sound good. Like great scale progression. It's pretty cool. I don't think it's that good, to be honest. Like, I didn't think it, I'm surprised it's on any awards, but I am not surprised because of the current climate politically. So, like, um, when I think of get up, stand up, stand up for your rights, that feels like much more impactful. Like it, it, it hit something for like their song. I don't think I'll think about this song in five or 10 years at all mm. versus other songs that just stick because you're not forcing it. It's an actual cultural hit in a time of strife. And one of the, sometimes some of these songs feel like reaches where I'm like, is it just because I'm not, I, I'm not black. I don't connect with it. Like, what is it? I'm trying to connect. But there's certain music that, like get up, stand up, it doesn't make you feel like it does. It, that's like if you're Filipino, if you're anybody who's feeling like a person who's being persecuted against. Anyone can feel that song. You, right. You can you attach with it, and it, it really impacts culture differently. So, I mean, I'm not trying to be rude, but I, it was okay. I'm just not yeah. for me. Like it, totally. it didn't do anything for me. I was surprised it's on here, but I wasn't surprised when I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, if you could rate it um, out of 10, um, zero, uh, 1 for 10, what would you give it? Probably a 5. I'd oh. say a 5. Right. I'd say 5 point. Can we do 5 point like something? I'd say sure. 5.6. All right. I hey, thought like, she did amazing. Like her what? vocals were great. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, Maybe I was expecting it to be bigger in my head and heart, like expecting it to be. You, oh, you thought something big was going to come from yeah, was, Black like, Parade. Seeing, all seeing Black Parade, that I expected to like. I wanted it to hit me, but it felt very exclusive. Like I couldn't because I wasn't like of the tribe mm. and I wasn't of Africa and I wasn't, you know, all these things that she was, I'm, I'm trying to like just understand her story. So then I accept it as that okay. or their story or something yeah. like that. So, yeah. then, but I guess if you're telling me, you know, most of those songs that stand the test of time, they attached and hit with everybody mm. in my opinion. I I love the um, there's definitely other songs that came out in 2020 that talked about these issues in the black community much better because but this this song to me is much different than a lot of the other songs in which the song is about pride even in, I, I even see why oh it was on the Lion King soundtrack the uh, uh, pride rock I don't know. I, don't know. I, I like. I, I like. <laughs> I don't even think about Pride Rock. Oh, you uh, yeah. See, see. Uh, so, I, I, I was I, thinking like Africa. Is that why? Uh, Serengeti. Yeah. 
Uh, so I'd say I like this song. Just okay. Uh, do I think it's gonna win? It, well, I guess it could. Being that maybe if the Grammys want to like, uh, let's let's uh, let's um, it might be too controversial for the Grammys, but also maybe they want to. Oh, let's let's get in the good graces of people. Maybe that way it could win. But I I'd say it's, it's a lose lose. I'd rather they're probably yeah. gonna give them an award than not. I mean they're definitely gonna win something, dude. It's gonna win a award probably. Yep. But I, I don't think yep. it, I would bet. Is there odds I can bet? Uh, maybe. Damn, I'd love to bet like fifty bucks on. If that. you want to bet with me, sure. I don't know about like Vegas odds. <laughs> yeah, twenty bucks. Black Parade's gonna win us an award. You you want to do that now? You want to do that yep, after we you do hear it right all, now? You want to do that after you hear the songs? No, I'm already banking it due to the political climate that they're gonna win an award, okay. no matter what. Or maybe they'll win an award under like most revolutionary song. Black Parade. <laughs> Wait, what, what did I say? It's not for a record of the year, song of the year, and like probably like R and B or something. Yeah. But just, you're gonna want record of the year. You gonna you think that? Uh, I'm no. I say an, you're gonna an say award. A, a and an award. Period. Yeah. A okay. award. Okay. I virtual, feel like they're gonna find a way shake. to give them the yes virtual, virtual shake. shake. Okay. Because it might not win the song, but the album is potential. I don't know. Uh wait. I wasn't it, it's got a good melody to it. Um, uh, writing it, what would I write it? Um, be kind of difficult, man. Uh, maybe I'd, I'd probably go anywhere from like again, probably another seven, six, seven around there. I wouldn't. Um, I did notice that though that a lot of people made um like. Black Lives Matter related music back, you know, when all the protests were happening and stuff like that, which is good. I thought that was catchy. I thought the tune was good. The beat was, that was on hit. You know, it's probably going to end up being one of the top charts coming here soon. TikTok. Watch. Watch it happen. I could just see, I could hear it being on the radio. Like I could hear it from like six months now and it's still on the radio. Because that's just as good, if not better than all the stuff I hear on the radio. And that's just me being just randomly driving to work, driving somewhere far for work. And it, some, I'm just listening on the radio. Bit of seven and a half or eight. Um. Let's move on to the second song. Now, this, this to me, this song is like the biggest outlier, the uh, the uh, underdog, the dark horse of the Grammys this year. Like, okay. I, I'm sure you never heard this song, right? No, I haven't. Col Colors, Black Black Pumas. No, I, I don't even know Black Pumas. Is yeah, it, yeah, I know. <laughs> is it an so, artist? Is it a band? What is it? It's a duo. So I'll, I'll read you a small description of the band. Uh, it says, in 2017, singer and songwriter Eric Burton made his way from California to Texas. Born in the San Fernando Valley, he grew up singing in church and then got heavily involved in musical theater. He started busking at the Santa Monica Pier, where he brought in a few hundred dollars a day and developed his performing skills. Burton traveled through the western states before deciding to settling down and, and busk in Austin, Texas. Meantime, off Grammy award-winning guitarist and producer Adrian Quesada 
was looking to collaborate with someone new. Through a mutual friend, Quesada connected with Burton, and Quesada felt that Burton's vocals were a match for the retro funk and R&B flavored tracks Quesada has been working on, and the two joined forces in 2018 and formed Black Pumas. They were nominated for a Grammy Award for Best New Artist at last year's Grammys. The deluxe edition of their debut album was nominated for Best for Album of the Year at this year's show, while Colors received two nominations for Record of the Year and Best American Roots Performance. Uh, this song is about exploring the natural, colorful diversity found in any given moment of our lives. The song is written in the themes of mortality and togetherness, released amidst a political climate of heightened class and racial division. Colors invites the listener to pause and take in the beauty and then make a subtle, subtle call for unity. All right, this is Colors by Black Pumas.
Uh, I'll just like, yeah, I think, honestly, I'll just spoil it right now. I think that might be my pick, at least my personal pick. Maybe not what I think will win, but what I kind of would like to win. It's it's just so different. Um, it's it sounds like a classic to me already. Like there's so um, it sounds like a song that could have been, I could have listened to a long time ago. Um, I I feel like it's already it feels timeless to me. Like I could listen to it now, in the future. Um, I uh I like I like the little references of colors in the verses like he says like he sees the blue skies he sees the brown dirt the uh white wall and he sees um he notices all these colors and he's he's happy because of the colors I like how subtle that is like obviously like I mentioned in uh black parade like how the uh kind of like you know the racial division that I suppose has been kind of happening in our country, but he, without actually saying race, you know, without mentioning that, he he's well, he's saying he sees colors and he's his life is better because of the colors, and I I love the subtlety of that. Um, I think the production was wonderful too. It's it's uh, so bright and soulful. Um, like I, I guess I didn't want to interrupt you listening, but I would have totally just sang along to that too. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, it was it was uh it was a catchy song. Uh, like like you said, um, it feels like it was timeless. If you if you wouldn't have put it on this playlist, I would have thought it w- it was made like a while back. You know, yeah, yeah. Just by the instruments they used, by uh, by the way they delivered the the vocals. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, he was like so passionate too. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, um, and, um, yeah. You, de- I could definitely, you know, when when I listened to the song, it that um, rung in my mind the racial colors, you know, that had to do some with the, with the song without him even having to say it, which is, like he said, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I rated an eight point five. What would you give that? Um. Me personally, I would say, yeah, like a seven, seven point five. Yeah, just just because it's a little slow. Like mm-hmm. I know, I don't know. I I really liked how it, it was. It started out slow and then it picked up and then mm-hmm. they kind of slowed it and then picked up again. I don't yeah. know. It was nice. Yeah. Yeah. But right. yeah. I dig it. Yeah. Okay. First off, that song's way better than Black Parade. Like by a thousand percent. I felt. The minute I heard it, boom, 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 it kind of went on its own bass trail. And I like the instrumentation in it. I like the sound, like you're saying, has that classic feel, that classic sound, you know, and that feels like that has staying power. Like, you know, we won't remember Black Prey, but you'll remember colors from Black Pumas. You know what I mean? It had a classic feel, like that had staying power. Mm. You know, like I'm like, oh, I'm going to see more of this guy. He yeah. reminded me of Leon Bridges, like he's got yes, that new I, gonna, I just heard, I just thought, said that the other, these, these guys got to collaborate with him, especially, they're both from Texas, or yeah, Texas. Yeah, maybe. Be collabing would be cooling or, or cool, or he, I would rather that, he had a very strong male voice. I would like, shoot, I don't know, some female voice to go yeah, with his. That'd be good. Um, that would be nice, like a good classic sound would be good. 
actually, you know, he would sound really good with uh, Molly Miley Cyrus if they did like some type of Whoa. twangy sound together. Like he's got that Texas sound too to him. He can do a little bit of country. He can do some yeah. uh, soulful country sound. I, like those two together would be really fucking good on a song. I bet. Uh, I, I, I think Miley Cyrus sounds good in the same type of tonality and instrumentation that he would sound good in. So, mm -hmm. like, like, I'm glad he's not all poppy. He sounds great. He made me, like, you know, that soul type of music makes me want to sing. It makes me feel happy to hear it. Yes. I, I mean, I I guess I didn't want to, like, like, I didn't want to distract you, but I could have sang that whole thing. I bet. Yeah. Good song. It's a good yeah. song. What do you uh, rate it? I'm going to say. Where I don't, it's not that I don't like like classic American music. It's just I don't really have a taste for it that much. Okay. Um. Fuck. Oh no, that's what I was. What do you think that it sounds like something that's been done before? Would that be a negative thing for you? Um, not really. I, I mean, I, again, like classic, like American classic music is, is well, still it's, good. It's on. It's on. You're unaware of it, so I guess that would. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um... Eight. I'll give it an eight. It was good. It's just not my genre. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That was all it was. It, it was. It was a good song. It reminds me of. Um, have you ever watched? Um, you ever heard of a guy named Theo Vaughn? No. Uh, yeah, he has a podcast, and he has a song in the beginning of his show, and it resembles the same feel. And it, uh, it's a good feel. Uh, hard to like uh, compare them to anybody, but they do have a they have a like a a good feel. I don't know how to, how to explain their feel. Yeah, just like it'll make you feel positive. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Um, so next is the rock is Rockstar by uh, Roddy Rich and Roddy. the Baby. The so baby. Uh, you know the song, of course, right? 
and everywhere. Yeah, of course. Yeah, everywhere. The song debuted at number nine and on the Billboard Hot 100 and spent seven non-consecutive weeks at number one, uh, uh, becoming the baby's first number one single on the chart. And the track is Roddy's second number one song after uh, The Box spent multiple weeks at top of the charts. Mm-hmm. Along with the box, Roddy Rich became the first artist to achieve his first two number one singles in the same year since Ed Sheeran did it in 2017. The song received nominations for Record of the Year, Best Melodic Rap Performance, and Best Rap Song at the 63rd Annual Grammys this year. Um, the second single from the Baby's third album, Blame It on the Baby, was an ode to their reckless lifestyles. The baby and Roddy draw hip hop's popular parallel between their life and that of rock stars, substituting a rocker's typical guitar for a firearm. Additionally, the duo compares their rise to the top and express their loyalty to family and loved ones. Let's go with the rock star, the baby and Roddy Rich. I pull up, like, how you pull up, baby, how you pull up, how you pull up, I pull up, set for the kitchen, let's go, brand new Lamborghini, fuck a cop car, with a pistol on my hip like I'm a cop, have you ever met a real nigga rock star, this ain't no guitar, bitch, this a clock, my Glock told me to promise you gon' squeeze me, Say I earned it, ain't a nigga gave me nothing I'm ready to hop out on a nigga, get the bus Know you heard me say you play, you late, don't make me push the butt Full of pain, dropped enough tears to fill up a fucking bucket Going for buckets, I bought a chopper I got a big drum to hold a hundred and going for nothing I'm ready to air it out on all these niggas, I can see I'm running She talked to my mama, she hit me on FaceTime just to check up on me and my brother I'm really the baby, she know that the youngest son was always guaranteed to get the money Okay, let's go She know that the baby boy was always guaranteed to get the loot She know what I do, she know if I run from a nigga, I'ma pull it out shoot. PTSD, I'm always waking up a cold sweats like I got the flu My daughter a G, she saw me kill a nigga front of her before the age of two And I'd kill another nigga too Before I let another nigga do something to you As long as you know that don't let nobody tell you different daddy love you Let's go Brand new Lamborghini, fuck a cop car With a pistol on my hip like I'm a cop Have you ever met a real nigga rock star? This ain't no guitar, bitch, this a clock My Glock told me to promise you gon' squeeze me Keep a glockin' when I ride in the suburban Cause the code ain't had a young nigga swerving. I got the mop, watch me watch him like detergent And I'm ballin', that's why it's diamonds on my jersey Slide on outside and flip the block back, yeah, yeah My junior popped him and left him lopsided, yeah, yeah We spin his block, got the rebound in his rod Man, for me one time, you can't cross me again 1200 horsepower, I get lost in the wind If he talkin' on it, y'all depend, dogs will take his chin Maybach SUV for my refugee Five blocks in the hood, put money in the streets I was solo and the ops caught me at the gas station Had it on me 30,000, thought it was my last day But they ain't even want no smoke If I had to choose it, murder was she wrong oh, 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 Let's go Brand new Lamborghini, fuck a cop car With a pistol on my hip like I'm a cop Have you ever met a real nigga rock star? This ain't no guitar, bitch, this a clock My Glock told me to promise you gon' squeeze me
So what do you think of it? Um, you know, it's 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 a catchy song. I mean, um, me personally, I I would uh, I don't when it when it first came out, I didn't really listen to it. You know. But I could I could see why people like it and why it's you know really popular. Mm. I don't know I don't I don't know much much else I can say about it. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it instrumentally. I dig the little um, guitar sound. Um, the the chorus is super catchy. Um, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah but um, I'll say that like I'm there's not that many rhyming going on by either the baby or yeah. Roddy. Um, so the ver the verses I'm just not I'm not into at all. Um, yeah, I don't know. To me, when I when I listen to it, it's like I listen to the chorus and I'm like really hooked onto the song. And then when the verses come in, it's like oh, like yeah, like, whatever you know. And then the chorus comes back in. I'm like okay, let's get it. And then, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel you. Uh, that's exactly how I am. Um, you know, like the story is about the the song is about pretty much um how the 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 like the lavish lifestyle now that they're famous rappers yeah. and there's so many there's so much other songs i think that do that better like uh post malone's congratulations i think that's so much that's a much better song this one yeah, uh, yeah. notorious big's uh juicy uh i think they just they do that concept much better than these guys did yeah all right so I, I rated this song a five point five. All right. Um I'll give it a I'll give it a six. All right. Yeah. I just and I don't think there's enough parallels between what they're saying to being a rock star. Like I don't think inst instrumentally yeah. isn't it's not it doesn't sound like much of a rock song really. And no, yeah, if, yeah. if they added a little bit more to it, make it like a little bit more harder, I think I could get it, but I, it's, it's yeah. missing something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. I'm going to have so much fun today, you know? I'm going to choose to have a good time today. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm, I'm sorry if uh, these songs won't provide you a good time. By just, hey, yeah. but here's what's, we got to choose the funny, man. And sometimes being mm. funny is trashing on something like this. Yes. Like this, all I can think about is like, does, 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 it must be the high school world that runs the Billboard Top 100 because I've heard this type of song in every like five years, three years, two years. Like this, this song brought me back so many memories of like Lil Wayne songs and like other mm. artists that I've heard that sounded just like this. And, uh, I was trying to like get revved up because I'm trying to think like when would I use this song because to me it's like maybe I don't like it now but maybe if I were to be drinking or around friends or maybe if I was in the car or am I, on, am I in the gym or am I on a walk or a run like when would this be or you know like when you know with my girl whatever and I was like man the only time I, I might like this is if I was driving fast or something or, or I don't know it doesn't really do much for me the beat's kind of cool the the rhythm the melody is kind of nice, but other than that, it's just it's just a so so song. It's like, I if I gave Beyonce Black Parade like five points five or six, I'm gonna give this one a out of ten four points two. Yeah, probably okay. Yeah, I'm very I'm very hard. Yeah, well, color color's got eight point seven. Like that was yeah. that like that might 
you know, laying the test of time in a decade where I'm going to really like to hear that song again. This song was shit. That was a terrible song. It was garbage. I can't believe it's even on the list. It is so <laughs> shitty. It's fucking one of the worst songs I've ever heard. It was so bad. Yeah, it was so bad. You mean that? Oh, my God. It was so fucking bad. Okay. I was like, bro, a chameleon air could have made that shit. It's, it's like <laughs> he's retired, bro. That was fucking garbage, dog. Literally, Flo Rida. T-Pain makes way better hits right now. T-Pain is doing better right now in his garage than that shit if you let him if you actually let him out there but because t-pain isn't sponsored and he's independent now he'll never get up there anymore that's part of the shit that pisses me off is you rarely see any independent artists on here they're always backed by like some huge ass record label so it's just a big popularity contest between the same top people over and over and over again because these fucking record labor companies that are prepping up this fucking mm -hmm. show and shit so Anyways, I'm gonna stop ranting so much, but I thought it was so bad. It was so bad. It was okay. hard. Right. So go on. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really care that much for it, dude. Yeah, it's not a good song. It's like it's not a really bad song, but it's just not a good song either. Yeah, probably low, a little lower than that. I don't like as you said. I don't care about either of those rappers. Roddy is like the quintessential like cliche trap rapper. Mm. Don't really care for that dude that much. Um, the baby side so like some of his music like a little tiny yeah. bit of bit of pieces i don't can't really say i enjoy any of like his entire works um yeah why it's called rockstar i don't get it but it seems like rappers have a long history now of trying to emulate like classic rock stars yeah. uh who is raish murder or oh, yeah. The Black Beatles. Yeah. That was not the only time they did it, though, but that was, like, the most infamous one. Um, what would you rate the song? Um, fuck, dude. Probably at the highest of five. Okay. Five? Yeah. Um, you know that one. I'll give that one a nine. I have to because that 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 song, almost like how you mentioned the box earlier, the box isn't going to be a nine, to me because that song has been playing on the radio for so long, and it's it it was a and how he created that beat was like psychologically, like he used science, that you know the that's TikTok right, mm -hmm. so that was becoming like the biggest trend in the world and he used it on a song and everyone loved it now watch he used science it's eight and a half eight and a half which one you want which one you going we'll have to go eight and a half because i don't want to i don't want to act like you know just because i'm a colored person i don't want to make it seem like i'm favoritism well, <laughs> you know we got, we got but it's that's my genre of music so yeah. I, I liked it and i thought it was really good every time i listened to it I could sing along to it. Well, you're you're the most colorful person. Alrighty, let's go to "Say So" by Doja Cat. Of course, you you have to know this song, right? Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was everywhere. everywhere. Uh, this song was released as the uh, fifth single from her second album, "Hot Pink." The song gained popularity after dance crazes on TikTok. Um, Doja Cat's solo version received received two Grammy nominations, Record of the Year, and Best Pop Solo Performance. She is also nominated for Best New Artist. 
uh, Say So peaked at number 5 on the Hot 100, and with the help of Nicki Minaj's verse on the remix, the track reached number 1 spot. Uh, this marks both the num both number 1s. The, this marks both times Doja Cat and Nicki Minaj reached number 1. So it took almost a decade for Nicki Minaj to reach number 1. Wait, is Nicki Minaj on the song? Uh, she's on the remix, but not the okay. no the ones that's nominated. Okay, okay. Yeah. So uh, the song is about Doja uh, singing about wanting her friend to stop beating around the bush and confess their love to her. Uh, this is what Doja had to say: When you go somewhere, you see someone, and they don't approach you, you guys are looking at each other, and you feel like there's something there. That's what Say So is about. Let's play the song. All right, let's get it.
we seem to be like going through like this like new disco sound, like a disco revival. Yeah, and this like is, a, yeah. yeah, this is kind of like a kind of like the forefront of that to me. Um, I, I, you know, I love it instrumentally. Uh, the lyri- lyrics are pretty good. Um, I, I like Doja's like. Um, she she can do the like this transition between singing and rapping very well. Um, her singing was great, and then her rapping is so much fun. Um, I love her very like animated like style. You know what I mean? Like uh, the way she says ass and titties. <laughs> it, it's 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 fun. It, um, uh, it's you know kind of like. Nicki Minaj's like, which is kind of gets me thinking like, there Nicki Minaj didn't need to be on the remix because oh, yeah, she yeah. she and Doja pretty much do the same thing. So yeah, yeah with the voice, huh? The yeah. way they do it, right? yeah. yeah. So um, I I you know I've never been roller skating, but this is like one of those songs I expect to be. You would want to do it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the. Like this is this was the first time I actually listened to the whole song. Like I'm be honest, and uh, I don't know. I just liked how it was. She went from like the the first verse. It was like the same voice as the hook, and then the second verse she changed it up. Yeah, it was, that was pretty cool. Um, I'm gonna, I I gave the song a seven and half, seven point five. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I would be around there, like seven. I would say a seven. All right. Just yeah, I just, I've actually I seriously have yet to get tired of it. Okay, yeah. Same so far, it's my favorite song. It's the only song I've added onto my Spotify playlist. Fucking love it. I think it crushes. I can't wait to go dancing when I can to this song. It makes me want to go work out. It makes me want to go on a jog. It makes me want to go on a bike ride. I could see myself listening to this song on every fucking playlist that I have because it's perfect upbeat and. Like, it's not too fast, but it is the right, like, steady pace. It's a cute song. It's a pretty song. Makes you think about cute girls. It probably makes cute girls feel cute. It's, like, a good vibe song. Mm. I love the sound of, like, pretty girl. Like, I love her voice, how soft and pretty cute it sounds. Mm. It's so sexy and cute. I love how Doja Cat looks singing it. I mean, I like the whole thing. So, definitely, uh, shit. Hmm. I'd say a 9.2. Yeah, especially considering this list. I'm it's it seems very scaled. Obviously, I can't rate this compared to everything in the world, but like the baby that was garbage. This was so good I had to put it on my phone. So like when I think about that difference there, if you're, I think if you're a nine and above, I'm probably putting you on my phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, or something like that. Like, it, it was really, really good. I, that's like liked, where you just like it right away. You don't even think about it. You just like. I don't care when I listen to it. You don't need to hear it. I don't care what playlist. It doesn't matter. It's liked. It's awesome. Awesome. All right. So she's cool. Um, man, she's done really cringy shit though. Sure. Her music is cool, but. Holy shit! Some of the stuff I've seen seen about her on like Twitter and stuff like that. Oh my fucking goodness, bro! <laughs> oh my god! 
I can't. I don't even want to say it for your podcast, but she's no, done. No. She's done some real. She's done some real fucking stupid shit. No, I want the real shit. Um, going on like alt right, like weird fucking chat rooms talking about how she yeah. doesn't like being half black or some something really cringy like that. It's just. It, okay, is she? I, I yeah, know. she is, and it's. Like, my, uh, Mikey just assumed she's Latina, but I, like, no, she's she's half black and half white. She's not Latina. Oh, okay. Um, apparently now, if you're not, if you can't be black or white, you're just automatically Latina, which that's not uh, how that works. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, she's yeah, her music is cool. I like it. She's a good she's a good artist. Um, her as a person is peak cringe. Some of the some of the dumb shit I've heard her say is uh, regrettable. I wish I, I would I wish I would have just stuck to her music. I was like, she looks like a pretty cool person to follow on yeah. Twitter. Nope, she's not. When when was the first time you um, heard her song? Uh, the first time I heard her song was 2017, and that's when she was still like a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. And somebody recommended it to me on like a weird uh, anime edit. And I'm like, Oh, this is a pretty, who's this girl? And then I looked her up and she was just on SoundCloud. Like there was barely anything about her on, on, um, on YouTube. So I was like, just listening to her on SoundCloud. And then over like 2017, 2018, 2019, she like blew up. Um, which is cool. Um, like I said, it's just, she did a song. Um, I'm not going to repeat it because it's technically a racial epithet at this point but she did a song that makes me question her intelligence a lot like why would you title a song like that people that know doja cat that listen to this probably know what i'm talking about but yeah it was just like the title in it of itself is already racist but yeah she she got she removed it they removed it off of her spotify but she did us yeah it's up on youtube somewhere and uh yeah it's just really cringy dude it's honestly just she's just kind of a cringy person um some of her music is cool like her first album was cool yeah i would probably do like an eight like i said doja cat's cool i like her her i like her music i don't i just don't care for her that much Mm. oof I'm gonna have to do six and a half, seven. I'll do, I'll do a seven. I mean, I feel like everyone's on the new level, on the same level, because they're it's not their own created sound. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. I'm too. I'll critique the shit out of it. It could be like a really good song, a great song. <laughs> now, um, when uh, I talked to you uh, last time, Friday, um, or is it Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. Uh, you mentioned that this this is probably your pick. Yeah, Next one. Billie Everything Eilish. I wanted. Billie Eilish. Yes. Uh, this is a strong one. Let's uh, let's get into that in a bit. Let me just uh, say that this song reached number eight on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. This became Billie Eilish's second top ten hit in the U.S. The song received nominations for Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best Pop Solo Performance at the 63rd Annual Grammy Awards, making it Billy's second consecutive year of earning those nominations in those categories. So two years in a row, she has a song in the Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best Pop Solo Song. Um, according to Billy, the song 
discusses her relationship with Phineas O'Connell, her brother and producer. Uh, it's about her, his ongoing support of her. The song's first verse was inspired by Billy's experiences with depression and mental in- illness. The track begins with the singer talking about her committing suicide and nobody caring. In the chorus, Billy and Phineas talk about their mutual support for each other and the way Phineas helps Billy deal with the fame and her personal demons. It's called Everything I Wanted by Billy Eilish. dream I got everything I wanted not what you think and if I'm being honest it might have been a nightmare to anyone who might care thought I could fly so I stepped off the golden You 
me? All right, man. Well, definitely, I'm going to be a little biased because I feel like they're just both a genius. You know, uh, Billie Eilish and her, and her brother, they're just, I don't know, they're the, like, I don't know, they're just really talented to me. And I really, like, just everything they do is just crazy to me. So, um, but yeah, this song, this song is crazy. Like, the instrumental, the beat, like, even when the drums were in there, I, I could hear the rhythm in the beat, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just the way she delivered, like, the lyrics and, I don't know, it's crazy. This could never, like, not give me feeling some type of way, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, I th- this song gr- definitely grows on me over time. Um, when I you know first hearing it, I was I was really only just hearing it on the radio. I um, yeah. I think the production was well, but I guess I just wasn't paying attention to her voice or the lyrics. I I guess the way I feel about Billie Eilish's singing just it varies because it sounds lovely, though mm-hmm. sometimes it's just too quiet for me to understand. Okay. But um, with this, with for um, working on this episode, you know, going into uh, you know working on looking at background about the songs, and I finding out what the song's about got me trying to pay attention to the lyrics even more. And I I love it lyrically. It's it's it it makes me it put me in the feels. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, for a moment, I was like, for a couple of minutes, I was like, uh, I forgot you're here. And I, I was just in the zone. I was in, oh, I was yeah. in the wherever she was trying to put me into. Yeah, for sure. That, I don't know. She's just the best at doing that. You know, with all her songs, it's crazy. And just like the small details, you know, she put, they put in the songs. It's, it's crazy. The, the, the underwater um, yeah. sound. Yeah. yeah that was, that was underwater. Cool. Yeah. Crazy. They do that with all their songs. And that's why, in my opinion, it might be a little biased because you know, but this is the song of of the this like you know the Grammys should the, okay. the record of the year. Really, all right. So, uh, yeah. what, what's your rating of it? My rating is a is a nine nine oh a nine. It's really high. Yeah, yeah. I, I I put it at seven and a half, seven point five. All right. Um, what was I gonna say? I suppose the only the main negative thing I would have to say is that mm-hmm. I would like. Phineas's voice to be more um, important, I guess. Um, when it when it reached the chorus, uh, you know she's quoting him, and you, he is singing, but her voice is more like um, dominant. Dominant, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I would like him to yeah, his stand voice out, be, yeah stand out, yeah. All right, yeah. Especially if like being that she's she's the um, quoting of something that he's saying i would like yeah. to hear it from him you know okay yeah i think that, that would be nice. sounding yeah. really cool yeah definitely. But, uh, but nonetheless i still think it's a it's a very good song yes sir Alrighty. righty curious you know everybody not everybody but a lot of artists that i'll hear i like i equivocate their song or their style to like an instrument and to her yeah there was a piano playing a lot in the background but it also sounds like she sounded like a piano, like she she hits the notes like you would a piano softly, in the beginning like like some ASMR. I, I just realized who why the fuck that stuff was in style. It's because this girl's probably singing like this forever. I never really heard her stuff before. I don't. I've heard of her. I know who she is. 
Um, like I saw her on Hot Ones, and that's how I knew who she was. <laughs> literally, I saw her on Eating Wings. I'm like, oh, it's a girl's a singer. That's cool. <laughs> Isn't that cute? Uh, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Uh, freaking old millennial over here, like, oh, isn't that cute? Pat her on the head, <laughs> little Billy. Um, didn't really listen. I heard some of it was kind of dark, but I hearing it now, I'm like, okay, this is okay. Um, I'd give it a probably like a six point eight. Okay. I didn't think it was, you know. It was listenable. I could hear it. I was over it after about a minute and a 30, which is not bad. But the progressions are pretty weak. It doesn't really get, take you anywhere. And I don't even know what the story I'm trying to listen to the story, but it doesn't make you really care to attach to the story. Um, and it was okay. Like, I understood where she was coming from, the sadness or something underwater. People didn't realize she was hurt. How could they make fun of her? She's just somebody, yada, yada, yada. I don't know. I mean, like, okay. Okay, it was all right. <laughs> I'm critical, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to give it a seven. You know what I mean? It's good. It's not, not, it's not, you know what I mean? It's close. It's cool. This song, Don't Start Now, but Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa, okay. Ah, all right. Uh, don't start now. I said uh, debut at number thirty on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, and it spent fifty-two weeks on the chart, becoming Dua Lipa's first song to spend an entire year on the charts. In two thousand nineteen, she won the Grammy Award for Best New Artist, and her Silk City collaboration "Electricity" won the Grammy Award for Best Dance Recording. S this year, she received six Grammy nominations. The song is not in this specific song uh, is nominated for three categories: record of the year, song of the year, and best pop solo performance. And I believe she's nominated for best album and best pop album, and maybe best pop uh, song duo. Some um, I didn't, I don't remember. But uh, according to Dua, the lyrics have a theme of empowerment and are about moving on from a past relationship and not allowing anyone to get in the way of that while also finding confidence and happiness she celebrates her independence and uses bullet point instructions to address a needy former lover Lipa's don't start now
Okay. I'm going to start on this okay. one. I'm going to start. Uh, well, okay. Um, I've known of Dua Lipa for a while. And, uh, like, um, when she made her first album, 2017, like, I thought it was just, like, it came off to me as, like, kind of unoriginal or, like, it's i feel like it's it sounds like a sound that's been done before it just i don't know i just didn't like it but um she won the grammy for best new artist two year two or two years ago and i was like i it just made me roll my eyes like oh i don't i just didn't think she deserved it then like she she was in the category with like two other artists i just really enjoyed uh georgia smith and her i was like these ladies deserve a little bit more but when she released this song and this album future nostalgia it like totally changed my mind on her i think okay i think i love the the production was phenomenal it's so dang funky the I love the bass line. Even the little little things I love is when you get to the chorus and you hear the cowbell and that's that's I love that sound. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I like that it's almost like a kind of like a sequel to one of her older songs, New Rules. If you know that song. Um, uh, what is it? I, I I just have so much enjoyment listening to this song. Much like how I said that oh, yeah. I uh, Say So was like, um, I've yet to get tired of it. Don't Start Now has been around for almost a year now, and I've, I'm still yet to be tired of it. Um, okay. If karaoke was available, I'd be singing my ass off to this song. Yeah, I hope that's <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I think I think it was a, it was a good song. Uh, again, I've only heard the little the catchiest part. That's a, pretty much what I heard. But this was the first time I listened to the whole song, and I don't know. From like, there's parts where I get like a little like Calvin Calvin Harris type of feel. Yeah, I feel you. And then it kind of like rises up to that, and then it comes back to like a different type of song, you know. Uh-huh. with the baseline and everything yeah. so that was pretty cool to me like and then the way she delivers some parts were kind of kind of reminded me like um say so with doja cat like i don't know gave me that vintage type of vibe mm-hmm. pretty cool like i don't know she she mixed a bunch of genres and stuff into this song so it was pretty cool yeah and like how it, we really said like that, um, say so had like a part of like a disco revival this definitely adds on to that kind of sound too yeah yeah um dua lipa worked with calvin harris before so i was like i even i feel like maybe she even learned from her collaboration before then to make this kind of sound too yeah for sure speaking about your resurgence of disco you know what i would buy a record of is the producers of the music because all I can think of is, man, Bruno Mars missed out on a badass track that he could have crushed because I couldn't care less about the, if anything, the music was so good. And then the minute she would start saying like, so don't be mad if I'm dancing on the dance floor, something by my herself or something. And I was like, Ugh. the words, the lyrics, the mute, the everything in between the instrumentation, I don't care for. So her record whoever produced this music whoever produced the other one like 
these you know it sounds great for the summer spring i like how it's like hot sounding it sounds summery it sounds like you know in the it would sound great in the hot warm area if i would hear this in a summer party like outside i would like it i would enjoy it but i wouldn't probably it would be the instrumentation that carries the whole song it, it's not because of anything that the lyrics or whatever the song is actually i think it's i think that i would love to hear other artists like do other like a whole other story over this same song like i'm curious if i could hear this on soundcloud and just get it and like can you can anybody write to it because it sounds amazing um but this her whatever that was i was like eh, eh this is a this is like i i liked where it's going with the beats and everything but i'd say i give her song like a 7.2 uh, this is really generic another like unstoppable song <laughs> circle post malone like you said the other day everybody sings that song when we're at work and they play it every day <laughs> yeah uh it, it says Re circles reached number one on the u.s billboard hot 100 and spent 39 weeks in the hot 100's top 10 which was a record at the time but the weekend's blinding light uh not long after broke that um <coughs> in the past two years post malone has been nominated for several grammys though this year he is nominated for three song of the year record of the year and album of the year the song is about a struggling um uh nearing the uh, it's about a de the deterioration of a relationship um let's play it again for that thousandth time in about year, but yet again, I've yet truly get tired of it. Circles by Post Malone.
What do you got to say about it? I, I, I'm still yeah. trying to run my Ryan one and trying to say. You know, it, it's it's catchy. Like, the beat, his vocals, it's just catchy, you know? Mm. Especially that bass line that... Mm, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I mean, everybody knows Postman has a great, great voice. And, you know, the way he delivers it is crazy. Mm. And this, to me, um, this song was, uh, you know... Previous to what he has made, uh, it was way different. And for mm-hmm. him to come and do that to the, with this song was, you know, pretty cool to yeah. see that. So, yeah, mm. I, I think it's a good song. Yeah, overall, it's a good song. Good hook, catchy. You said, like you said, it's it's a song that, yeah, has to get boring. You know, like it, it hasn't gone boring to my ears yet. So, yeah. Um, what are I going to say? Uh I'd say the first time I discovered Post Malone, I didn't like him. Mostly because it was like, who who is this this white guy with tattoos on his face trying to be a rapper? I, yeah, I don't yeah. know. But like over time, he just got better and better and better. With um, what I it might come off as an insult, but like what I kind of thought been thinking of Post Malone is like he is uh, this generation's um, Kid Rock. <laughs> have you know who Kid Rock is? Uh, he sounds familiar, but I don't. I don't recall. Kid Rock was uh, is this like a he's this white guy who's a part. He was both a rapper and a rock star, and he he like did country too. So oh, Post Malone okay. is like this is this guy who can like just change up his voice. He's he can the way he transitions his genre. He, he's pretty much doing it seamlessly, you know. No, yeah, definitely. And um, I don't know. This is what I heard and what I've seen is, you know, he, he started as a rapper and, uh, you know, to catch attention, to get people's, yeah. you know. And I don't, me personally, I would think that he didn't want to be that. He just mm-hmm. kind of wanted to get people's attentions and, and just branch out, you know, show them what he really has. Mm-hmm. And and then in this day and age, I feel like you have to do that at times. You know, you have to go into a lane, a certain lane, like whether it's like a Juice World lane, uh, you know, like any other artist lane, and then just kind of branch out to your own lane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You have to do something that everyone enjoys to get noticed. And once the, you're noticed, then you can create your own character. Yeah. Okay, I can see. I I get it, but. Like I, I don't really, I, I don't like that because it does come off as unauthentic. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. 
but then I grew to love to really like what Post Malone is doing now. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, I, I could see it either way, you know, like it's, it's bad. Like, you know, people don't like that, but people also, you know, realize what he has and what he's his talent. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's a win. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, okay, this is gonna sound so controversial because, ah, fuck, looks like an asshole, dude. Looks <laughs> like such a dick. But I feel like I might have to give this song the lowest rating because I'm fucking sure that whoever produced this music ripped this song from somewhere else. And I've been on Reddit forum right now trying to figure out exactly from where because I know that baseline. I know where that goes. Is that Smashing Pumpkins? We listen to that song right now. I guarantee you they ripped that shit. Dude, they ripped it. That's fucking down, 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 That's that's what I think it is. Boy, I don't know. If that's what it is. There. That guy, come on, dude. Come on, dude. Come on, right. dude. That's that's too close, man. That's way too close. Let's, let's play, the, play it one more time. Come on. Clearly. Let's get to the baseline. Fucking close for oh, comfort, in my opinion. Really, like I can almost, I can see it, but I think it's enough of a difference. <sighs> he owes that dude money. That's all I know. Whoever <laughs> produced that, whoever produced that for right for like when you listen to the very beginning of Circles, you could tell that he sampled it and then he tried to play it and askew it because that's there's no way he wrote that. Whoever produced it sampled it from 1979. And, and like fucked with it to make it sound different but it's the same fucking probably if you're to go side by side it's almost a, no he might have spaced it a little differently but dude it's so so close all right anyways i'm gonna give it my my rating because of that um man this is hot takes dude this is controversial it was more pleasant to hear because it sounds like 1979 that's why i liked it so because of that, I almost can't even give it a rating. Like, it shouldn't be on the chart. I think it, I don't know. Unless he gives credit to 1979, I feel like. No, he doesn't. Maybe, like, these guys are even saying it sounds like a couple other songs. 
but 1979 is like a couple of Weezer sound. Maybe there's people who use that same baseline or something, but dude, that was. And um, uh, Wikipedia page it says is compared to uh, songs by Team Impala. If you know who they are, he is. Again, I have no idea who that is, but they're probably throwing us off the trail because they really got it off 1979. Let's. Uh, I want to play you a just a quick song by. Uh, uh, Tame Impala, Tame Impala, um, what's it called again? Uh, That's so close. There, they, oh. um, this guy, uh, yeah, he's really known for his bass lines. This song called The Less I Know The Better. Oh, I like this guy. Again, I, st I see why he's still whoever I don't care what they say dude they took from 1979 whether or not they can say that it sounds so much just like it where I just heard it now and I haven't heard that 1979 song in so long but it struck in my brain that that sounds just like some other song that I already know uh, so close too close and maybe that's the problem with working with super young kids who haven't <laughs> or young people who maybe forgot you know I don't know but uh, I'm gonna have to give it a five. Okay. Is that the, like the main? That's the main thing. Is that main thing is that I don't think it's original. So it's okay. like I I'll give you like hey you know it's it's okay it's listenable but it's listenable because it sounds like 1979 which is already a classic hit and you stole the same baseline and I can't listen to your song without thinking about 1979. Hmm. Uh, but that's me. Maybe it's because I'm older. I don't know. Um, and the song was pretty good. I mean, Post Malone's a good guy. Like, he sounds good. It's nice that it's a different sound. But uh, really, the fact that it's almost... I don't want to say plagiarized, but, dude, it's... Unless they're giving... It's, you know... Sounds too much like the other one. I can't stop thinking about the other song. The song... It's not as good as 1979 either. So there you go. Okay. Do you um do you believe like songs that use samples? Um, okay, first off, do you, uh, are you against sampling? Is that like a no-no for you? I think if you sample, you you should crush the shit out of the sample, and like with this song, like down 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 down, and then if you heard a big bass drop, like then you hear like E40, like you know, like somebody like that, like I want to hear them be like, you know, like somebody maybe chopped and screwed, you know, like Houston style rap or something. Like it, I like it when they sample it and they really mess with it and people from different genres mess with it. But when you have the same beat style and then you sing the same style of song where it's like something about sadness or relationships and stuff, and then it's kind of, it's too close. It's too close to the same thing, if, if that makes any sense. Hmm. I'd rather it, sampling is cool. I like that rap does sampling, um, especially when it came to like the 1970s. A lot of that, 
Ain't G, no woman the, like the one I got. No the G one. Funk era. Yeah, the G Funk era was one of my favorites because they would sample it and then they use it and make it fucking badass and masculine and strong in a different way with yeah. rap and all that and storytelling. Um, so that was cool and it was a little bit separate. They mm. they but they still paid homage. It wasn't like they like you knew where it came from. Because mm. it wasn't hidden. Yeah. Uh yeah, I like or I like how in um sometimes sampling they can add to the story, like uh like their version of that song. If you like uh say Eminem with the song Stan, he made uh the song Thank You by Dido creepy and uh right. disturbing. He uh, did and they kind yeah. of revives that career though. Like it yeah. made me hear Dido again. I was like, Oh shit, I remember this. Well, actually, that was uh, it was a brand new song at that time. It was a uh, thank you came out like '99, and Stan was in just the next year. Or, um, what do you think of that? Does it sound similar? That's yeah, that's definitely, definitely, really, really close. To yeah, yeah, yeah. What the heck? So yeah, I was looking at that. I was like, I it's pretty close. But um, also, um, a lot of people claim that uh, Circles sounds like a, uh, um, a Tame Impala song. Do you, do you know Tame Impala? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what do you... I, I wouldn't, I want to say Tame Impala, but I can see the alternative vibe to it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Yeah. That's what I'm Definitely. Yeah, this song. This song in the bass, the bass line to circles is pretty, pretty close, if not the same. Yeah, let's, let's play circle one, one more time. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty similar. Yeah, it's, it's definitely similar, similar. That's crazy. <laughs> is it is it similar enough for uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Billy Cor Corgan to sue? Uh, that's tough. I mean... Like to get a writing credit, maybe? Yeah, I would say a writing credit. I don't know about suing, because, you know, they change it up a little bit. Change. Yeah. Just, yeah, but that's close. That's close. That's crazy. Um... Uh, let me ask for your your rating and does do you think that was that impact your rating um uh, i i don't i don't necessarily think it would because of the way he delivers you know the vocals and stuff so i would say my rating is a like a, a strong 7.5 yeah that's that's why i read it too um so i thought it could have maybe impacted my rating but just just because it's like universally beloved, like how you know we've been saying how we everyone around us is singing to that song every time it comes on. Yeah, it, it's just it's a feel good song, and not, even if it's not a feel good song, you know, it's not a feel good song lyrically, but it feels good to us. No, yeah, for sure, the, the music speaks to people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alrighty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I heard that song a million times this year. Uh, so I, I actually, I kind of changed my mind about Post a little bit. 
um i don't i used to think it's like oh that dude like you just a milk you just trying to milk the fucking rapid rap industry or whatever but who isn't really trying to do that anymore right like who isn't trying to cash in on rap at this point so and some of his like uh beer bongs and bentley's those are pretty decent songs in there they're catchy enough they're not amazing. He's not like a really amazing rapper. He's not really doing anything lyrically. That's phenomenal, but it's entertaining enough. When I first found out about this dude, it was through the White Iverson White mu yeah, music it. video, and I thought, I'm like, is this a joke? Like, is this a, like, like it's it's catchy, but yeah. is this like a is this a joke? I thought this was like a joke rapper, and then no, he started putting out a bunch of music, and people really liked it. You know, um, one of my favorite songs of all yeah. time. One of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah. He, he like, might be like recognized that right away. Like that, is, it's like a copy. Ah, uh, it's a little bit like more toned down on on. There's a lot more bass to mm. to um um Post Malone's song, uh, but he wouldn't be the only rapper that has done that before. This is a classic song. One of the only albums that I particularly own. In the background. Yeah, it's the same like tempo almost. But oh, dude, I get I get teary eyed thinking about that the album. I wish I could have seen that live. Like a really strong seven. Not not a not a bad dude, in my opinion. He needs to watch what he says on Twitter. So uh, that was actually pretty good. Do you like Post Malone? Um, I guess. He's alright. <laughs> um um, this next song is the last song um, that's nominated for Record of the Year. Uh, Savage by Megan Thee Stallion and featuring Beyonce. The song reached number Beyonce. one on the U.S. Billboard. Yeah, this is the remix. Okay, okay. I, I, I didn't even know Beyonce was on this. <laughs> <laughs> the song uh, reached number one on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, um, becoming Megan Thee Stallion's first and Beyonce's 11th number one single. Uh, the remix received three nominations this year for Record of the Year, Best Rap Performance, and Best Rap Song. Savage by Megan Stallion. Megan the Stallion. Damn, that's what I bit. I love that's her, girl. girl. All right. Yeah. We're going to. Oh, Megan the Stallion. Savage. Remix with The Queen. I liked her album Tina Snow is my favorite one so far. Okay, this is interesting because I know of everything we've talked about. I don't know much about Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, I, know, I know I know this song and I know like uh, maybe two others. I think I heard her two years ago, maybe almost three. I was like, damn, this bitch is the baddest rapper I've heard. Janae heard her first, my wife, and she was listening to some badass rapper chick and I was like, who the fuck is this? And she's, I think she said some other girl, like my sister or somebody else got her onto this. And I was like, dude, this chick is badass. She makes me feel strong. <laughs> oh my like, damn. I, this is a woman I can get. And then I saw how beautiful she was. And even like, that was just like the cherry on top of the, 
whipped cream. <laughs> what? Cherry on top. <laughs> Wait, what's the ice cream? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Wait, is is her her badassness the ice cream? Her beauty is the whipped cream, and then. I didn't expect her to be so and I don't know how natural she is anymore but especially in her early stuff she was naturally just drop dead gorgeous and mm-hmm. to me it was reminiscent of the one in a hundred beautiful maybe more beautiful like black women that I would see growing up in Tacoma area where you you know like it wasn't ever like everybody's fake and just had a big blowout ass a lot of black girls obviously had bigger asses and stuff but when it comes to just straight out like wow, that's the most beautiful chicken, three schools or four. You can see Megan the Stallion would be like one of the chicks you talk about in other schools where you're like, dude, there's this badass, extremely gorgeous, tall, beautiful woman, hot, who is like crazy talented at rapping. Yeah, I can imagine the whole city, all the cities, all the dudes talking about her in locker rooms, like, dude, the baddest chick there is right now. Um, so she looked gorgeous, like in college and stuff. She looked amazing. And I guess she made the story is that she made some of her a lot of her money stripping and stuff and was rapping, but she's like kicks Cardi B's ass. She kicks every other female rapper in the face. She's like beautiful, but has that tenacity like Missy Elliott. I'm a savage, had a too nasty. Talk big shit, but my bank account match it. Hood, but I'm classy. Rich, but I'm ratchet. Haters kept my name in their mouth, not a gagging. Bougie. He say the way that thing move is a movie. I told him, bro, we gotta keep it lowly, me the room key. I done bled the block and now it's hot, bitch, I'm Tunji. I'm mood and I'm moody. I'm a savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, moody, nasty. Acting stupid, what was happening? What was happening? Bitch, I'm a savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, moody, nasty. Tick-tock when I dance. dance On that demon time, she might start her OnlyFans Big B and that B stand for bands If you wanna see some real ass, baby, here's your chance I say left cheek, right cheek, drop a load and swing Texas up in this thing, put you up on this game I be parking my frame, gang, 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 gang If you don't jump to put jeans on, baby, you don't feel my pain Please don't give me hype Write my name in ice. Can't argue with these lazy bitches. I just raise my price. I'm a boss. I'm a leader. I pull up in my two-seater. And my mama was a savage. Nigga got this shit from Tina. I'm a savage. Yeah. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, moody, nasty. Hacking, stupid. What's happening? What's happening? Bitch, I'm a savage. Yeah. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, moody, nasty. Hacking, stupid. What's happening? Like to stay with the knees. He be like, damn, how that thing moving in the jeans. I don't even think on L couldn't do it like me, like me. Yeah, I'm a savage, okay. classy, 
definitely think the song is overwhelming at times you know i hmm. uh, i don't know if it's the vocals the beat mm, i just feel like at times in the verses it's kind of overwhelming um obviously the cut the the hook is really catchy it, yeah. it reminds me of that that parody that parody song uh uh you have you seen the the tiger song <laughs> the the tiger the tiger netflix show um oh no i haven't you haven't? Oh, nah. But there's like a parody song to this, which really like was on my mind while I was listening to it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll yeah. check that out. I'll send it to you, but, um, right. but yeah, back to the song. I feel like it's overwhelming uh, at times. I, I don't really have much else to say. Uh, okay. Well, definitely, like, I feel like Megan Thee Stallion, in my opinion, she is like better than cardi b and uh Nicki minaj undoubtedly i agree just by the way she like i don't know delivers uh her you know her her stuff like her word like i don't know it's just sometimes i feel like cardi b and Nicki minaj are annoying to me <laughs> i agree i feel you so yeah. yeah i i uh i i honestly don't know much about megan the stallion but yeah. what i i really enjoy what i've heard um I feel like this is like her theme song because like yeah, yeah. Megan Megan comes off both is able to be, pull off both being a savage a uh, badass and be pretty sexy at the same time which is like I don't think Nick Nikki and Cardi can't don't do that for me yeah yeah like to me Megan is like the rap version of Rihanna and she's pulling off pretty well like, yeah, okay. like she, if you understand what I'm trying to say with that like yeah. um. I I agree with you by say, you're, when you said um it's overwhelming. I feel like Beyonce was just unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, see, what I don't like about Beyonce, uh, kind of trying to continue what I did, said about Black Parade, is like uh, I don't like the way Beyonce carries herself, or like the way we we kind of see her as like this royalty kind of like yeah, as okay. her her and Jay Z are like royalty and the mu- music and both in pop culture but um 
So when I think of this royal figure, I don't see what the way she carries herself in songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I don't want to seem like offensive, but like the way she's she's singing and she's rapping about in like a song like this, she comes off as like a I don't know, like a hoe. I guess <laughs> you, know, you know. So, okay. so yeah. the, I don't see what she's what she says is not how she carries herself. So it's like, you know, I don't see like the correlation. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. I mean, I feel like definitely for this song, she kind of stepped down to the Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B vibe. You know, because yeah. if you listen to if you listen to um, Cardi B and the Megan Megan Thee Stallion. They're always talking about like you know how they can do all this with their mouth, all yeah, this the, the wop, yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> she definitely stooped down to their level with on this one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, see, I don't. You know, I, I I believe a woman can talk about pretty much anything she wants, and pretty much, but it's just I I just want a person to make up their mind on who who they are. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay. I guess I understand that songs are both are fiction. They're you know you're not always telling the truth on who you are. Sometimes you're the point of view of someone else. But, yeah. Um, but we I all mean, know we all know who Beyonce is. So uh-huh. it's like we I expect a, you know I don't know I guess it's I'm I can't I'm not even really making up my mind on this. But uh, maybe I, I feel like to just put it simple, um, this was not a great feature. Yeah, for Beyonce to be on, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like Beyonce should just stick to like her lane. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel yeah. It's I guess it's a it's probably a big deal for Megan Thee Stallion though. So for yeah, being yeah. such a young artist to have the the top art one of the biggest artists today on yeah. your and you featured on your song, that's that's got to be a big deal. Definitely. <laughs> um. Like my friend Mikey, he he loves Megan Thee Stallion, but okay. he rated this song very low because he doesn't like Beyonce, wow. <laughs> or like he just he he didn't like what she was what she added to it, um, and like what we were saying that uh, Beyonce stooped down to their level. Like Beyonce is almost forty years old, like this is kind of the stuff she should have talked about back in like the Destiny Child days, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Like, just you know, she's kind of had to like grow up. So, <laughs> I rated the song a six point five. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I I would say like four. A four. All right. I'm yeah. ready. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. Here's what I'm gonna say: the original Savage remix without Beyonce. Oh. I would have rated probably maybe like 7.9, maybe 8.1, almost eight, like right around there. Oh, like a banger, like a good for the gym. Maybe you're going to hear it at the club. And I love Megan the Stallion's parts. But the minute I hear Beyonce, I like literally feel like I'm stuck in a time warp. It, it, you know what Beyonce, you know what's the problem with Beyonce? She makes me feel like I am stuck in middle school or high school. Like I have not evolved i haven't grown and my music tastes have been stagnant and stale like i i don't want her on the song she makes it a 5.9 she brings it down to a 5.9 it's unbearably listenable to me i can't stand beyonce's parts 
she oversings it and then she tries to rap i'm like dude yeah on bro be the songbird of our generation stop trying to be the fucking singing whore like of every single song or something she's on everything it's great people have their you know you know that one popular girl who's like has to be loved by everybody and has to be popular in every goddamn group. She uh-huh. ha- doesn't have to, like, in every club she joins, she has to be the president in that club. She can't just be a part of the club. She is the Tracy Flick of uh, music. Uh, <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen the movie Election? No, but okay. is that person's Tracy Flick, though. Okay. Yes, <laughs> I agree. I, if that's a, yeah, 5.9 because of how upsetting she made me and how bad the song got like it was so much better without her in it mm-hmm. i don't even know how it's on the billboard charts i really am confused It's because it's beyonce i i don't know how people like her that's the reason yeah. oh, Who, you, you don't, don't so you don't even like beyonce no 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 i did but you but did I, I have uh beyonce gets to a point with me where it's like the the as a let's see when you reach untold, ungodly amounts of riches and you can handpick producers and you can pick something good and you can make something incredible, mm-hmm. the fact that you p- keep putting music out every year like you're a cheap supplements company selling to fat people who need to get mainline this fake fat burner that you're selling for like crazy amounts of money, it bothers me because you're better than that. If you're you're really good, you should be like Patti LaBelle Go to like go out like the older ladies of old who would come out with a banger in, in like five years with a song that would impact that entire decade that would hit you. You know, like she could have made if she wasn't working on the Savage remix, she could have made Black Parade a thousand times better. That's like my saying. That's what wow. I'm saying. Like Probably, if you just yeah. focused on Black Parade, if you really gave a shit about what was going on, then your heart would be so enveloped and focused on that one thing, that movement or producing for that movement. Um that it, it would be much more influential in my opinion but mm-hmm. i think this person's so concerned with like likes instagram facebook the algorithms staying hot staying on topic oh. making sure people talk about you and all this stuff that it makes me just it's kind of like mcdonald's where i'm like all right you're not special that's cool you're an american icon you're part of americana i respect mcdonald's billions and billions have served you know and all that but uh it's not good for me and I shouldn't mm-hmm. eat it all the time. So, yeah. so uh, Beyonce is lives the life that Billie Eilish is singing and everything I wanted. She has everything we wanted, and we're the depressed people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck that song, dude. That's a lower one. I would give that a two at the two. most. Oh. Okay. Um, I just just trash or something. Yeah. Is there a voice? Um, what is it? Yeah. With voice, the lyrics, super generic, almost boilerplate-like beat. I think I've heard that kind of tempo so many times in like bad, bad girl rap music. Mm-hmm. I haven't done the rap in there. Oh, that that was a banger for a first long second. Um, I'll give it a six and a half because I mean it was cool, but that's a, I, I that's a girl, so that's a female, that's a hood rat female song. Um, um, 
because those eight songs we just played are the record of the year nominations. Uh, okay. Uh, this was last year's. Um, 63rd. So, um, to, for you to understand record of the year means the overall package, everything you hear, the song itself is record of the year. Okay. Uh, We'll we'll be talking about song of the year too, which means song of the year refers to the song writing. Okay. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. So, so record of the year goes to the producer and the engineer. Song, yeah, song of the year refers to goes to the songwriter. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, so the eight songs we just played are the record of the year nominations. So, just to remind you that the song, of course, you, you sticking probably you already remember that everything I wanted is yeah. the song you rated the highest. Yeah. So, so you you think that should win? Yeah, I mean, hands down. For me, you know, like, just how you said it right now, um, it goes back to, like, the engineer, the mixing, the mastering, the record. That's a record, you know? Mm-hmm. And to me, that's that's a record that I think is the most impressive. The okay. Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish. Okay. I feel you. So um, that's what you think will win? Or- yeah. okay so even let's say like what you want to win and what you think will win do you think that's just one and the same yeah i mean both yeah i want it to win i think it's gonna win yeah okay because look just just look at right there right um i mean yeah they have what like two three probably four people working on it and most of the other songs have way more just three yeah we got well yeah i got phineas you got uh, Rob, this guy, and uh, John Greenham, and I guess you probably got Billy in there too. So you really only four people, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the only other song that has that many people is what uh, "Say So" by Doja Cat. Oh but... yeah, mm, we got uh, the Color Song too, and uh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's mainly it. But but yeah, I don't know. To me, it's it's just really. Just the 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 producer for everything I wanted, which was uh, her brother. Mm-hmm. Just, that guy is really talented to me. He yeah. is definitely. And they could, in my in my opinion, they could just never miss. Like I said, I might be biased, but that's just what I think out of this list is gonna win and should win. Okay. So um, for me, I I'm I would like colors to win just because it's just out there it's totally different compared to everything else on this list uh the vocals the production the lyrics everything around i thought was just phenomenal uh though what i would i think will win that that's a hard one for me because because like the three songs i thought were like irresistible or like say so don't start now in circles. I'm yeah. only between. I I mean, even everything I wanted, I think was very is really good. Um, I just didn't think I had enough because of the overplayedness of those three songs. Uh-huh. Where they, I mean, I just think because of that, it could win. Um, they those could win. Um, 
I think Black Parade might have a shot just because I think, I don't know, maybe the Grammys want to get on people's good side and say, yeah, let's, let's give black people a win. I don't know. Yeah, just to yeah. give, just be like politically correct. Yeah. I think it's a solid song, but I think it could win just because of the like wrong reasons. Yeah. I mean, for me, my, my top five would be uh, number one would be everything I wanted. Mm. Uh, say so would come in second. Um, circles third, Dua Lipa, and then I would have to say, uh, Colors, just because it mm. was really different. Mm. That that would be my top my top five out of this, the record of the year. Um, let's talk a little bit about snubs, like things that you think oh, yeah. should have been nominated, like. I think I've been mentioning it to you quite a bit lately. Is that how is Blinding Lights not nominated? That that's crazy. It's that's ridiculous. Crazy. Um, it's just insane. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's, but yeah. it's 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 gotta be because what I I tried to I tried to tell you earlier how um, the weekend being on the Super Bowl halftime show it's on a different mm-hmm. network, so I'm thinking like it could be because of that. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, even then, I feel like it shouldn't really matter, you know. Yeah, it's. it's they, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. They shouldn't put business in between music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. It's it's ridiculous. And if they're hosting a a, a grant like a this platform Grammys that everybody pays attention to, like that shouldn't matter where this artist performed at. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They they really messed up. <laughs> yeah, it, it, the weekend was not nominated for anything. Yeah, that's crazy. That's I mean, crazy. I mean, obviously, like I said, Blinding Lights for Record of the Year. Uh, After Hours should have been nominated for rec- album. Um, Definitely. What I mean, whether well, I don't know what genre you really qualify the weekend now is it, is he pop? Is he R and B? But nonetheless, he should have got maybe a spot in either of those. Maybe that. Say gonna so. have to, yeah, I'm going to have the... to go and say so, dude. <laughs> okay. I, I think that... Uh, so whose record is on Megan The Stallions? Is that... Savage is her record? Yes. Meaning um, record of the year. Like I, um, I rem- just to remind you, record of the year means the all-around song, like the full song. The song of the year is just for the song writing. So for everything you hear, like... Yeah, what, what is that? Oh, okay, uh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. So when you think of song, you think of it's actually record. Songwriting is means song for, for the Grammys. You understand what I mean? Well, I like to say so. I mean, I think that uh, I think that Don't Start Now is actually better. Like, I like the music better in Don't Start Now. But um, fuck, I bet Say So isn't even original. I bet I could find somebody who sounds just like that shit. Like, go ahead and name like what you want to win personally and what you think will win. Okay, I want. This is even harder. I want I want Doja Cat to win it just because who would ever thought, you know, a little Latina girl. Fighting against Post Malone and Megan Thee Stallion and fucking everybody Doja, else. You think Doja Cat's Latina? 
Pretty sure, man. I think I saw that she's black. I mean, that's what everybody's saying right now, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do you think she, she could be both? I think that right now every artist lies like crazy. <laughs> if, you know, like everybody's just like, yeah, I'm that too, dude. Oh, yeah, dude, I'm Filipino. I'm fucking, yeah, dude, I'm black a little bit. Native American dog. I'm like one sick of this Cherokee. <laughs> Dude, I'm native South American too, dude. Fucking I'm native North American, I'm native South, native Latin American. Uh, you know. uh, so that's um say so, that's what you want. And then I think what's gonna win it is the is colors. You think that's that will win? I hope so, dude. I hope that everybody realizes how fucking amazing it is because it's really really good mm-hmm. i just like doja cat and say so i like the song it was like really fun enough but colors i think should win it um because if it comes to record of the year like that was really fucking good mm-hmm. it's between billy eilish and post malone probably but uh one of the pop songs might take it the baby to win this one just because he's this fool is fucking doing everything right now yeah he's on every everyone wants him on his songs on their songs that, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just not even that have you heard um that um that beatbox no down to stand off Oh man, yeah, you, you have to put it on. Okay. He's on it. He's on. It's brand new. You gotta listen to it. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it's pretty good though. Uh, he's he's on just so many songs right now. He's on that. What's popping? Oh yeah, brand new. This genre. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, I th- I think baby the baby might win because he's had the most exposure in 2020 2021. He's hopped he's he's turned Stunna for Vegas into a millionaire in six months, four months. You know what I mean? Um, but the Beyonce song for that for the movie, the one I, yeah the one I gave it a seven five. It just depends. I mean, but I don't think those ones are going to win. I think the one after Beyonce's, the one you gave a nine. Colors? That one will probably end up winning it because people are going to perceive it as everything. You know what I mean? What's going on today, um, you know, just in general, like, you know, you know what I mean? artistic wise you can look at it any way you want and that that song will like you know relate it's a super relatable song to where like anybody can listen to it and relate to it well end of here but i I really enjoyed thank you for having come coming by thank you for having me yeah we should do this again with any other topic you want Definitely, we'll be doing this real soon. I thanks, for, thanks for doing this, my man. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much, my brother. Yeah, 